Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come, Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 41. Your charity world is going to go down the toilet. This week on Come Through Queen, our charity world has gone down the toilet because we're discussing housewives and the charities they support. Speaking of good causes, Carol and Dorinda have gone down to Washington to take part in the Women's March. And Jill Zarin also went down to Washington as a proud trumpeta. We've got some more news. Jackson and Brittany are getting a spinoff. It's official. Um, Jax loves Leah Remini. And former Beverly Hills houseboy Cedric is exposing Lisa Vanderpump. Then we'll talk about our shows, uh, The Real Houses of Atlanta, Beverly Hills, Vanderpump Rules, and we're back with some more Ladies of London. And as always, we've got a Freak of the Week and a True Queen. So, Brendan, hi. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm unwell. I'm still recovering. Oh, yeah? From what? <laughs> well, once I got back from vacation, I, I fell ill. Oh, yeah. Now you're on the whole 30. And now I'm drinking La- LaCroix for the first time. Oh, my God. Is that compliant? Yeah. It's like the one thing I could drink other than like water, tea, or one cup of coffee in the morning. Interesting. You picked an interesting time to go on the whole 30 now that we're in Trump's America. I know you would think I would need it more than ever, but I timed it perfectly so that I'm finished the day before the Little Mix concert. Great. (laughs) Um, Uh, What's going on with you? Nothing. Just like really busy at work. Mm. Um, I didn't do anything this weekend. I did not leave my apartment. Yeah. Uh, I was down in St. Martin, Mm -hmm. but I'm back and better than ever. I didn't really get much of a tan because I like to hide under the umbrellas. Great. Keep this Did you read any books, any mags? Well, you know what? I, since uh, I was missing the Women's March, I was very upset about that. And I happened to bring a book by <laughs> feminist icon Margaret Atwood. Uh, but it's like her, 
it's the book that I've read of hers that has least to do with women, so I've kind of felt bad about that. Oh. I miss the Women's March too, but for a good reason. Yeah. Five people that I work with were in Women's Marches around the world, nowhere around the country. <laughs> <laughs> they went to Antarctica. Around the country, and so I had to do social media and coordinate all of that all day, and I, it would have been impossible to do if I had actually been at the march. So I was supporting. Yeah. And we look forward to supporting more in the future. Yes. So tell... Okay, let's talk about Jill Zarin because this is possibly the most Jill Zarin thing that has ever happened. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> uh, so over on the red carpet, a woman... Wait, looked... wait, wait. Just set it up first. So oh, yeah. Jill Zarin went down to the Trump's inauguration. Yeah, we tweeted some photos uh, that she posted to Instagram of her receiving uh, invitations to the... Uh, inauguration and the ball and everything mm -hmm. but apparently like those were not hard to come by at all like you just ask for it and you receive it so yes wasn't that special um but she actually went down there and then the washington post had a little write-up about just like what went down inauguration night at the ball yeah so, so there was a red carpet at the ball i guess so they reported that over on the red carpet a woman with a plunging neckline swanned toward the photographers who did not recognize her Pictures, anyone? She called out. I'm Jill. Jill Zarin. <laughs> mm, nope. Name doesn't ring a... Oh, wait. Jill Zarin from Real Houses of New York? Way back when? <laughs> How have you been, Jill? Were you at the inauguration? With the family, she said. Meaning the Trumps. And now I'm going to the Liberty Ball. We told her that those tickets are apparently hard to get. She said, oh, really? She br said breezily. I've got four. After fretting about getting a cab, she reached into her purse, pulled out a pair of Skechers, and walked. Skechers promotional material. <laughs> yes. Is Jill Zarin now the face of Skechers? Oh my god, I bet. Um, also, I did notice that she posted the only photo of Marla Maples that I saw from the inauguration. Yeah. She apparently got lunch with Marla, and they talked about Tiffany. And yeah, they um, caught Allie. up on the kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's so unwell, but... Um, and, and, like, everyone was dragging her left and right. On social media, but mm -hmm. like she didn't let it stop her. Yeah. Uh, but we did get some glimpses on, on social media of two other New York ladies. Yes. So Dorinda, I noticed this when I was like scrolling on Instagram the other day, Dorinda posted a video of the March and she was like in the caption, it wasn't even of Carol, but in the caption, she mentioned that she was with Carol. Yeah. So then Carol posted this photo saying, I love our sign. And the sign says, you are so vain. I bet you think this march is about you. Mm -hmm. um, the other side read, dissent is not disloyal. Two very different but equally true sentiments. I was humbled to be a part of the biggest protest march to ever assemble in the history of the country. US, 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 US. Hashtag Women's March. And it's her and Dorinda with the sign. This reminds me of back when, remember when she went to the Occupy uh, Wall Street. Oh my God! And she got like things. henna done. Yeah, she, <laughs> but like I, this seems like she's wants to be there, like and be involved. The Occupy Wall Street thing. She seemed to more go as an observer. Yeah, as like a journalist. Yeah. Um, but I hope this signals the start of a new sisterhood that we got a peek of when they both went to London together. I know this is the sisterhood that I'm rooting for. Carol needs to drop Bethany like a bad habit. Yeah. And hang out with Duran For sure. Um, so that's good to see those two together. And I hope they were filming during this as well. I I bet they must have been. Well, like, Whoopi filmed for The View. That's true, but I feel like D 
DC was probably a lot more crowded and Whoopi was like actually mm, yeah, speaking true. at the march. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good point. Yeah. So uh so tell us what's going on with Britney and Jax over at Vanderpump Rules. Okay, so we have reported on this in the past, but TMZ picked it up and TMZ is Bible. Yeah, Bible. <laughs> so the T- the Unwell TMZ headline said Vanderpump Rules stars space Jax and Britney get a spin-off. Dot, dot, dot. But there's a hitch. Jax Taylor and Brittany Cartwright have their own reality TV spinoff. TMZ has learned. Sources close to Bravo tell us they started filming a new show for Jax and GF Brittany a few months ago in Kentucky, where her family lives. Which we talked about a few weeks ago. Yes. And we're told that the focus of the show will be Brittany's family pressuring her to get hitched to Vanderpump Bad Boy. But he's not. he's just not into sealing the deal. Jax is a notorious player on Vanderpump and a commitment phobe. Unclear if he's sold out, if so, he's sold on the idea of marriage. Bravo has one big fear, that they won't be together by the time this thing airs in the summer. I mean, they've made it this far, which seems to be a successful relationship for Jax. Yeah, and they've been incorporating Britney's family in more, as we'll talk about when we talk about Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. Britney's mom... And every time they go over to New York to do, like, promo for Vanderpump Rules, they always, like, seem to go together. So it doesn't seem like there's any trouble in paradise for now. Right. And Brittany, it's currently her birthday, and she's in Vegas with the crew. Oh, yeah, she is. True. And I noticed, I saw Ariana on Stassi's Snapchat. Oh. So they... Are friends now? Might be friends now. Wow. Uh, but there's even more going on with Jax. Oh my god, yes. Late-breaking news. And this like is perfectly, especially in your wheelhouse. Yes. Jax loves Leah Remini. Um, he says, I love her. I think she's a badass. I think she's so awesome. I think she just doesn't give a shit. I've been a big <laughs> Leah fan for a long time. Same. And I just think she's a beautiful, stunning woman. True. I love her husband. I love their family <laughs> restaurant. I love their family. I used to watch their reality show. I just love everything <gasps> about her. I think I first saw her when I when she was on Saved by the Bell and dated Zach Morris. But then he goes on to talk about his personal relationship with Which Scientology. Which is insane. So he's actually from Clearwater, Florida, where Scientology is based. But yeah. the crazier part... He apparently modeled for Scientology promotional materials. He says it was just a modeling job and it just seems like a very weird place. There's all these people walking around with keys and they always and they're always in these outfits and they're always walking somewhere. Where are you guys going? What are you guys doing? There's all these secret doors everywhere. What's going on? <laughs> what what kind of like surprises me a little bit is that there's so many people in like the biz in Scientology, they couldn't they just get their own members to be a model? Right, but I think a lot of the people who are currently in it, aside from like Tom Cruise and like Kirstie Alley, are sort of in it in the down low. Mm. Like, for example, oh my god, I read about um, you know Ben uh, Foster. Foster, yeah. He left Scientology for a while when he was dating Robin Wright because she wasn't into it. But he's now back. Now he's wait. Back he in was it. dating her. Yeah, for years they were fiancéed. Oh my goodness. Ben Foster, the blonde guy? Yeah. He plays the angel guy in X-Men? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's now with Laura Propon, so he's back oh, in no! Scientology. Oh my god, Laura. They're like engaged or expecting a child or something. Oh. And she's one who like wants you to think that she's a cool girl. Oh yeah, no. She, she, I'm, in my mind, I picture her like 
just a step below Jenna Elfman. Yeah, well, another thing. Yeah, so Michelle Visage has been in on talking about the Scientology stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And She wants to get up in that gig. Apparently, (laughs) there's, like, a quote from Laura Prepon from years ago saying that, like, she's been in Scientology for years and she's never heard them say anything against the LGBT community. But oh, well, there's like proud a proud member of LGBTQ community. <laughs> she identified, she self-identified as such this week. Um, Michelle Visage. Yes. But um, she, Michelle was talking about how there's this level of Scientology. That's like, if you're below a certain level, then you're ranked as like, you're not helpable. And it lists gay people in that level, like with like perverts and like mm. murderers. Nice. Yeah. Well, also we learned well, maybe I maybe we I just went on four Scientology related tangents. No, but I I learned today like Scientology. Or maybe we had a group text about this. Scientology was like one of the few precincts in Los Angeles that like actually went for Trump during the oh, election. Oh, I sent that. I sent that to you. Like the where their campus is located yeah. is one of the few in Los Angeles. Interesting. It's all tying together. Very interesting. Um, Where's Shelly? Where is she? Oh my god, fine Shelly. Okay, let's talk about Cedric, because this is a... This is amazing. This is a saga. (laughs) So, like, we haven't heard a peep from Cedric in the longest time. Since, like, the season one reunion where he filmed that little thing, right? Yeah. Uh, Oh no, when he showed up at um, Sir... Yeah, yeah, Yeah. the next season, season two. Uh, Well, he surprise bitched us by (laughs) showing up on... Uh, another podcast it's called reality life with kate casey uh so he opened up to as to what's been going on since he left and like the whole uh what actually happened so apparently he had already known them for a decade when he moved in with them in 2009 to help uh with the opening of villa blanca okay is that when they moved to I LA. think so, yeah. Because Villa Blanca was their first big thing. So he apparently, like, helped them, like, from everything, even including, like, waiting tables, but also was essentially her personal assistant and really made no Arranging money off flowers, of probably. Arranging the flowers. Those giant flower arrangements. Uh, but, like, they didn't really pay him, and he just, like, lived in their house, and they kind of took care of him. But Allegedly. Was, but he was working 14 hours a day. Um, so... They, they they were got, casting for the show. They were casting for the show, and like they they pulled Cedric in, into it. Like as look at this like little house guest we have. Like oh, it's so fabulous. Blah blah blah. So they met for the casting. At that point, they were still on good terms. But then the show like took a while to take off. I guess. Mm-hmm. And by the time that it was ready to kick off. Cedric and Lisa were in a fight over the fact that Cedric broke up with Lance Bass, which I didn't realize they were ever together. I think I knew that. It's I think it's come up on like Watch What Happens Live or something. So like that's the actual reason why they didn't remain like close, I guess. Because like Lisa wanted the publicity. Yeah, like Lisa wanted wanted him to be with Lance in order to get more publicity publicity for Villa Blanca and blah 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 Lisa said she wanted to be with Lance and then also like Lisa is friends with Lance she officiated his wedding yeah so there's that whole aspect so like I don't know she was controlling she had her hands on everything 
And like she plot, like he talks about the fact that she plotted out all these plot points um, for season one, and like the reason why the show was successful is because she like had a heavy hand in manufacturing stuff. Interesting, and she's still doing it to that day, Dorit. Yeah. I have a lot to say about Dorit and the pills. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, so he also like talks about Ken and Lisa's relationship a little bit, like how it's been a little rocky, but. They'll never leave each other because they're an amazing team when it comes to just, like, their life, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks about the fact, like, oh, he's been approached to do reality shows, but uh, he's not really interested. He's more interested in, like, producing something. I don't know. He said he was approached to do Celebrity Big Brother. In England. Well, yeah, but, like, that they'll cast anyone a, a doornail. <laughs> yes. Uh, but there's, there's actually, like, a lot more to the, all of this. So I suggest either going over to realityt.com or tuning into the podcast and hearing the full story because it's actually like really interesting if you're a fan of Beverly Hills. Maybe I'll listen to that on my way home tonight. All right. <laughs> uh, so I think that's it for the news this week. Yeah. Let's. Shall we talk about Atlanta? Sure. Okay. We kick off the episode with Thelma and Louise driving off to Michigan. Mm-hmm. It's... Kenya and Phaedra. Well, they take a plane to Michigan and, like, rent a car. <laughs> <laughs> um, I enjoyed seeing... I've been to Detroit once. I've, I enjoyed seeing places that I had been. Oh, really? What did you see? Just, like, there's this whole, like, waterfront part, and I mm. stayed in one of the hotels there. I thought this was really lovely. It was nice that Kenya and Phaedra were able to, like, get past their issues to mm-hmm. do this whole event. And, like, I was about to start crying several times during the whole camp oh, I, scene. I think I did cry like during <laughs> when they were doing the talent show that transitions into like people telling their stories. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like th- those boys went up and hugged Kenya and Phaedra. And like Phaedra was like I'm not forgetting like I'm not just done with you guys now like mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with you guys blah blah blah. So it's obviously it's obvious that like Phaedra was very invested in this and it was nice for like even though Kenya was like kind of a clown during it like she was still involved. Yeah. I wrote, this is good and empowering in my notes. Yes. But let's talk about Kenya being sort of like a Looney Tune. Okay. So when they arrive, she's like not happy with the arrangements. Yes. The sleeping arrangements. And also I was thinking about it like the morning after when Phaedra came in to the room. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, two dogs have been in there all night with like no open window. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, this whole camp setting is probably not the most, like, luxurious accommodations. But it was still, it was really nice. It was like a college dorm, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. When, when, when Kenya was telling the kids how she tried to become Miss USA and it took her three tri- tries. Oh, my and, God. And, and Phaedra says under her breath, she's stuck with a child. <laughs> I was dying. Oh, there was a little girl who said that Kenya was her idol and then she spun and said, I'm gone with the wind fabulous. Yeah, that was nice. And then... Kenya, like, made all the children spin around. Like, it seemed very hazardous. A lot of the boys in that situation seemed to not be enjoying mm, it. Yeah, yeah. I know. It was seemed a little odd, like, f- for this to not just be an all-girls event. But I do know Phaedra likes doing stuff for the boys as well, since she has, like, her two sons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? I don't I mean, like, that's the camp scene. It was good. Yeah. It was empowering. It inspired our deep dive today yeah so we also get like a little bit of Portia and todd uh stuff going on which as a side note like Portia 
is like doing fine on the show, but she's like a star on Celebrity Apprentice. Yes, though she was kicked off this I week. know, unfortunately. And I was so shook by... <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell okay, us. Okay, so like they usually film the go to the chopper part right after they film the boardroom. So yeah. it's people wearing the same clothes going to the chopper. <laughs> Portia looked drastically different. So I thought she had just put a, a coat on. I was like, what are you talking about, Brendan? No, but she had like a completely different hair. And then she was the only one they've shown so far who Inside she goes to the, the chopper, chopper and she actually flies in it. Yeah. The others, they just like sit them in the chopper for a second and let them out. And you see like the chopper take off with no one in it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, her, um, Todd quit his job. Oh yeah, because... A social media post, Instagram post, and he was like, he said he had to choose being on social media with Portia versus his job. Well, because his boss is conservative, conservative, and the boss saw, saw like them frolicking on a beach, and then also uh, Portia at the DNC, which mm-hmm. I don't understand like why she can't be at the DNC. Uh, I mean, it's just a crazy situation, and then the fact that he just quit the job. Yeah, and like I wonder because I thought. I thought he was like actually like a good one who wasn't trying to just be like famous and get on the show, but like nope. now <laughs> surprise bitch. <laughs> yes. I mean like clearly trying to just cash in and like get Porsche's money. Yeah. Um, so that's sad. Um, we also get a few scenes of Cynthia moving in with Candy. Uh, that was, was not you. Not that interesting. Um, her appraisal came through though, and she ended up getting the house. Yes. And next week is a scene at her new house. Yeah. Uh, I did like. I don't. I don't really remember the context of this, but the fact that Portia went to some doctor and was diagnosed with the fact that not enough blood <laughs> goes to her brain really explains a lot. <laughs> she fainted at the mall or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Charade, I mean, Bob Whitfield coming for Sonia Morgan's gig with his oh, Cabrelesque um, in some weird, like, store? Yeah, I, it looked like medieval times, kind of. Yeah, and it was like they had, like, this weird, sad meal and, like, the Heinz 57 plastic bottle was, like, on the table and that's, like, the only thing that was on the table besides their plates. Yeah. As a side note, I don't know if you saw Nini on Watch Weapons Live. But Andy asks, like, oh, like, are you rooting for, for Bob and Sheree? And she's like, no, like, she doesn't want to be with him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, we did learn a little factoid about Sheree, that she was once kicked out of Spain. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah, for, like, a fight that she, a blow-up fight that her and Bob got to mm. in Spain. I kind of, like, zoned out a little bit during the Bob and Sheree scene. Oh. I wasn't that moved. Uh I guess then the next big thing is like they all meet together to talk about the idea of going glamping. Oh, yeah. And that's when like Kenya confronts Portia about her, her anger, anger management, management like out of nowhere. Yeah. Like she, that was totally just like stirring the pot for no reason. Mm-hmm. And then she kept, Portia tried to remove herself from the situation and Kenya chased her. Yes. That was another chase scene yes. in the streets. We still need to have our deep dive about chase scenes. Once Too Fast and Too Furious 9 comes out or whatever. When is that is, coming out? <laughs> it's like a spring. Uh, but I did like when, like the whole thing didn't make sense because like Kenya was so concerned about going on this trip with her and her ang- and the anger management and, Sher- and Sheree and one of the, like the talking heads said, if a bitch want to fuck you up, she'll do it in, in Atlanta. And I was like, <laughs> it's true. Like, she doesn't need to go to the woods yeah. to beat her up. And, like, Sheree was right. Like, 
Kenya was chasing after her for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, oh, I think the next episode is when we go camp camping. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, I love I, glamping. I love a I love a vacation, especially with Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, so you want to talk about Vanderpump Rules? Yeah, I realized I missed the first ten minutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well, actually, this was the the first ten minutes were, were really interesting. Like the very first scene was Sheena going up to. Uh, Lisa and telling her about the fact that like she's been getting this fight with Kristen and Stasi over the fact that they're, they had to split $1,500 for uh, Katie's bridal shower. Mm-hmm. And I was mortified. I mean, this comes up some more. Well, I was more mortified when she actually talked to Katie. About yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean like this was before that happened. So yeah. I was like, Oh my God, why is she even like, even that alone, like bringing it up, especially like it's not like she's bringing it up on the side to Lisa, like she's being filmed saying mm-hmm. this, like it's so humiliating. Yeah. Also, can we talk about that bridal shower? Because like, that was the ugliest motherfucking house oh I've ever God. seen. Just like, if you're going to have like a big, like beautiful from the outside house like that, and you go inside and there's like dirty wall to wall carpet and like, Oh my God. You, you can't escape the wall to wall in LA. I know. Burn it down. <laughs> um, yeah, so she like she brings it up to Lisa, which is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I guess we get Tom's fundraiser, which goes along with our theme. Oh yes, this week. I don't really remember what the cause. It was, was little kids. Oh, just let's give some little kids money. Maybe kids in need? abroad in need abroad. <laughs> um, but I do have to say he did, they did raise eight. Like over eight thousand dollars, which is more than the pop up shop. Yes, that raised. is true. Um, Jaeger bombs. I they did. Oh my god! And Brittany said something like, "What did she say? Something about a tit, like how Jaeger bombs like." Oh yeah, gives her hard nips or something. Yeah, but she had like a three letter like acronym for it that I forget what it was. Oh yeah. If you remember it, tweet it at us. We'd yeah. love to know. <laughs> we would love to know. Uh, we did get a shady edit of like. Schwartz and Katie heavily drinking. Mm-hmm. Like they were both defending that they're not like big drinkers. And then like the prior night, they show like there's like ten raising of different glasses. Yes, and Lisa gave them some marital advice. Um, Jax's card gets declined in front of Brittany and her mom, Sherry. Sherry, which we have we have to talk about Sherry. We we have to talk about Sherry. <laughs> Um, yeah, just everything, like, Jax is just, like, fucking it up the entire episode with Sherry. Yeah. Um, when they're prepping for the roast at the dinner the night before, they all order the same thing at the dinner, the yeah. three of them. And then, like, they're trying to, like, ease Sherry into this roast, but it's not working. Yeah. Uh, one other thing from the fundraiser I wanted to mention was, like, Sheena, as if she wasn't already embarrassing enough, like, mm-hmm. confronted James... And his current girlfriend about like the whole thing with Ellie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The pictures, like she's being so crazy this episode, like inappropriate. Um, well, we probably know why. Well, yeah, she reveals like how Shay like was not responding to her at three a.m. when she was texting him yeah. or something, and he was like, "I'm in the studio." 
Why do you need to be at the studio at 3 a.m.? Well, like, Mariah likes to be in the studio at 3 a.m., so maybe that, like, the music people are, like, vampires. Shay Shay and Mariah Carey are the same. Shay Shay. <laughs> Shay Shay should produce Mariah's next album. Uh, I noticed that all three witches of WeHo were drinking Ho Gardens, which I found interesting. That is interesting. I like a Ho Garden. I do, too. I love a Ho Garden, but just, like, it didn't seem... On brand. On brand for them. Because that's, like, a full-fat beer right yeah it's like i think that's not like a little skinny margarita wait katie's <laughs> solution to being angry when she drinks is going to the dispensary and getting pot <gasps> that scene well like the scene where they do the flashback of going to the doctor that doctor should be fired i was <laughs> mortified again i'm like mortified well it sort of like cemented everything i've heard about getting yeah a card. a card yeah like i've heard how easy it is yeah like so stassi says i want it i need marijuana because i don't want to do my sleeping pills he's like okay and then uh what was it what was the other one? Oh, katie. katie katie's like oh uh i have like anxiety anger issues and i need it to help me calm down he's like, okay okay it was so crazy i didn't realize that's like how it works out there in the big the big world the big world yeah i know it was it was probably some like weird editing to make it look easier than it was yeah but but like still for the doctor to agree to like film this yeah hmm. i wonder like if it's just like any old doctor you can go to uh i i think like out there though like they've set up shop to do this oh yeah oh yeah because didn't chris jenner go to one yeah with like her mom and she like shopped for her mom and like got her like some cute pot accessories. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, so, so then Sheena brings up the fight. Yes. To Katie. Yes. Which was crazy. Like the most inappropriate thing. But I will say that there was a good Stasi talking head while all this was going on. She said something like, Sheena, were you raised by wolves in the hills of Azusa? <laughs> yeah. She did have some, like, it, Stassi has definitely gotten a bigger role in the past few episodes. Yeah. Um, also, Azusa is also where George Alano is from. Oh, yeah. That's a fun fact. Fun fact. Maybe uh, they knew each other. So, the roast. The roast. Um... Ariana takes comedy seriously. I will say her talking head about that was annoying, but I thought her actual comedy was good. It it was, she has like the beat a little bit better than everyone else. Right. Um, The gay rumors were brought up by Schwartz. Yes. And that is what Sherry Cartwright, Britney's mom, found most offensive (laughs) about the entire roast not like him stealing not him being on drugs because uh tom sandoval like revealed that print of him being like coked out of his mind yeah like that collage <laughs> not um cheating on several girlfriends yeah but allegedly, allegedly making out with a man making out with a man um sherry Sherry is over. <laughs> I mean, not the LGBT activist we were hoping for. Oh my God. But I will say on like Twitter right after they all took to Twitter, all of the girls took to Twitter. Um, Kristen said that she loves the LGBTQ community. Stassi called her an LGBTQ activist. I <laughs> oh, <think>. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I will say that I was sort of proud of Jax in the talking head. Yeah. He was like, really? Like, the one thing is that... So, yeah. Another moment of... Jax redemption. Jax redemption. And L- the men of Vanderpump Rules being better on LGBT issues. <laughs> than who? Than Sherry Cartwright. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sherry also has like three, fo- like 200 followers on, on Twitter. It was so like interesting to watch her like respond to this whole thing. And like she responded to Stassi's tweet as if Stassi was attacking her. I know. <laughs> which was weird and funny. Uh, so Beverly Hills, she, she, she. Yeah, let's jump in that Uber. <laughs> let's jump in that Uber. Uh, I like the flashback pictures of Erica and Mr. Girardi. Mm-hmm. I liked that. Well, I didn't like this, but PK Dorit calls PK Bubba, just like Katie oh and Tom God. Schwartz call each other. How dare she steal that? I know. Uh, I liked. Eileen and Vinny rollerblading around California and taking shots. Oh my god, yeah. Going to Venice Beach and rollerblading, then stopping places and taking shots. I want to do that. It's so, like, 80s and 90s, which is, like, perfect for Eileen. Oh my god. Eileen, I said that is my mother, to both her on roller skates and her doing shots. (laughs) Uh, We get over to Mykonos a little bit with Kyle and Erica. There's a lot of big calf talk yeah and also like pictures of big calf i feel like they don't really show her too often yeah and uh but they're talking about like kyle producing the show or whatever which boring boring but i do want to say that uh kyle alone with erica is like the best light kyle has ever been in for me in recent years yeah but i still thought like she's constantly trying to she seems so overacted almost not as bad as cynthia bailey but you know how like you can tell there's a little bit of acting involved Mm. when some of these housewives are on yeah that's what i felt well i liked when the bear climbed in front of kyle during the performance oh yes (laughs) i was screaming (laughs) when you tweeted that last night i like then was keeping my eyes peeled for like a bear? An like animal? A, oh, like a wildebeest? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wonder what situations they're getting into this week. <laughs> uh, so then back in Beverly Hills, we got Ziplocs of Pills. Okay, so... This? It's... Mm, first of all, Eden's home is beautiful. Yeah. I liked it. I feel like there was just like this one little thing off, but I can't like exactly like the wood color might have been a little off for me. Yeah, so they're talking and like Dorit makes a joke like, "Oh, can I put vodka in this?" Oh yeah, because because uh, Eden made them smoothies instead of cocktails. Yeah, and then like Lisa says something which she's tweeted in the past like years ago about like putting like a Xanax in the smoothie. Like yeah, sometimes she likes so to cookie. do that. And they get to talking about pills, and Lisa Rinna pulls out this like gross looking i know it's like been through a war ziploc bag full of like all these random pills and she's like walking them through all of them i mean if you look at a screenshot of the pills there's like no duplicates it's like 150 different pills yes like she gotta catch them all yes um it's like as if she like has this bag and if she ever like spots a rogue pill she'll just pick it up and put it in her Ziploc bag. And she says she she claims she can identify them, but like I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I couldn't identify one unless it said like Advil on it. Yeah. Well, like 
if you have a pill book, you could figure it out. But like, I don't think she could do it off the top of her head. I mean, like usually the numbers and the color and the shape like correspond to something. Yeah. That's how it works. Scary. So let's, before we go back and talk about that, let's talk about the sunrise photo shoot in Mykonos. Oh. <laughs> um, Kyle eating pasta, watching. This weird photo shoot happened. I don't know how they weren't just exhausted, but I guess they like slept late or slept till like midnight or something mm. then woke up and did the performance but also like what do you want to go to a 3 a.m performance well the, alex and i were talking about this during the, the episode this is like a something i can party. never imagine doing it's like a drug vacation yeah it's like a circuit party so everyone's just like really fucked up and dancing all the time yeah just bears on the prowl the closest thing i've been to a circuit circuit party is the the dance on the pier oh the pier dance yeah the pier dance ariana was performing I know, I would have liked to see that, but just another month and I'll see her. Uh, yeah, that's like scary. I don't understand, like, everyone just goes to Mykonos? Is that how it works? Is that, is it like a European thing? Like, all the Europeans go to Mykonos? It looks like, like there must have been, like, Americans in the crowd. Hmm. Um, so let's fly back to LAX. For PK's party? PK's birthday party. Which, the, like, he had a heavy hand in planning for yeah. it being his party. The big surprise is that Boy George is going to perform. Which, like, is such an obvious surprise. Yeah, and, like, Boy George has been on my TV, like, a lot this I know. This year. He's having a moment He's right having now. a moment, so it's like, eh, I don't need it. So, Dorit insulting Erica, like, right when she walks in. Did you oh, yeah. catch that? Because she's not wearing a t-shirt. She's like wearing something nicer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rude. 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 Dude. Uh, Erica. Oh, no. Not Erica. Uh, Eileen, I thought, looked so beautiful at this party. She, that hair dude she does where it's like half swooped back. And then like a pulled back. It's great. Beautiful. Love it. Beautiful. Kim's British accent. Oh, my God. <laughs> she seemed a little amped up when she walked in. Well, like... I think she gets nervous, so she tries to, like... Be kooky? Yeah. Zhuzh it up. So she was, like, doing this weird <clears throat> British accent at PK. Yeah. God, Eden, like, just... Getting involved. Trolling Kim and Kyle for, like, no reason. Yeah, especially because, like, they're not the ones who brought her in. So it's not like they have anything to do with her. Right. Other than, like, the Katya-Kim connection. Do you think that Eden holds a grudge? Yeah. Because she... Too tough. Rough. Rough stuff. Yes. She that said movie. that, like, that's when they all started, like, getting into drugs. Yeah. Or something. She probably does hold a grudge. Um, so, yeah, Eden wasn't well this episode. Also, Mario Lopez was there for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird, like, seeing him interact with them, like, as a friend, rather than, like, them popping up on Extra and being like, do-do-do. Extra, extra. Um, maybe PK manages him in some capacity? Hmm, interesting theory. I, like, it's almost, it was a little confusing, like, it was only Mario Lopez. Like, there were no other people of notoriety. Unless yeah. they just, like, didn't agree to sign the Remember the first me. party of the year where the guy, there was one guy with a blurred head? Yeah. That was funny. Uh, Renault loses it over Boy George. She's like hamming it up. Oh my ha- god, hamming it up like a Hamlin. Um, and then Boy George like goes in for the hug with Kyle, like right before he's about to perform. Oh yeah. And Kyle is like, I just love being his friend now. <laughs> um, the only star on that show is Carson Kressley. Carson is a star. 
Um, so one thing I, I had not noticed before, but apparently Kim vapes. Oh, I noticed that like last week or something. Yeah. Uh, Which is funny full circle from the days of Alison Dubois. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> uh, they made fun of her for doing that. Yes. Uh, and then... Kim specifically made fun of her in the extended oh, version yeah, of the dinner party right. from hell. You're right. And look at us now. And look at us now. Uh, but then the, I guess like it really ends with Dorit telling VDP about the pills. Yeah. I feel like this might be a VDP production. <laughs> I feel like Dor- Evolution Media VDP production. Dorit's, I feel like probably mentioned this to VDP beforehand, the and then VDP was like, "Bring this up to me in front of cameras at your party." Yeah, because VDP's reaction seems so rehearsed. And are they gonna try to like try to pretend that Ren is a drug addict? Like, <laughs> I think if she was a, I think if she was like a addicted to pills you don't just grab a bunch of random pills i don't know i don't know but like i also could see like could rent rena be in on it too oh and it's gonna become exposed and it's gonna be like all like lisa vanderpump you be honest at your house you pull me aside (laughs) (laughs) and for the next 10 episodes when the cameras went down (laughs) oh my god god (sighs) Beverly Hills. Give me something good. Give me something like Ladies of London. A good show. Which we'll start talking about now. Yeah. We're both finally caught up. It's like hard to stay on top of it. This 10 o'clock witching hour it's on. Yeah, and like we recorded last week on a Tuesday and we couldn't like stay up. We couldn't stay to watch it because then we wouldn't have started recording this yeah, we, show at 11. And we'd like, be up way past our bedtime or well, my bedtime. Yeah. I didn't stay up till all hours. Yeah, you're like Shay Shay. Actually, no, I've been stay going up to. I've been going to bed pretty early these days. Okay. This past like week. So, ladies of London. What else? Oh, well, we also missed the Scotland episode, which was good. Uh, it was interesting seeing like husbands around because we don't see much of the husbands in this series. Yeah, but they're all like sort of handsome, except for Julie's, the cave troll. Julie's troll husband. But, like, the rest are, like, have, like, a weird, handsome quality to them. Well, I think it's, like, the accent helps all of them. Yeah. Like, if they were just a normal, like, American dude, <laughs> it may not be, like, the same But the allure. last the last ladies' night of the Scotland trip was really fun. That's when they played the balloon game. Oh, yeah. And Luke got involved as and well. And Luke got involved. You're obsessed with Luke. I'm a super fan. A super fan? But it's, like, where they had to pop balloons between their bodies and it was like all of them in like evening gowns in like this castle <laughs> yeah uh and then also uh sophie and adela i thought looked beautiful in this most recent episode yes adela is better than eden sassoon Get, i mean adela definitely needs a, I, don't, I don't know what they carry in this franchise well they like put a flag behind them so like give her like give a, her, her, a, union, her jack. union jack Give it to her. I wonder how it's going to play out if... Uh, Stanbury leaves. Stanbury leaves. Well, Stanbury's not as good this season as she was in previous mm-hmm. seasons. So, like, if Adela comes in, I feel like that yeah. could be an apt replacement. Yeah. But, like, even in this episode, Juliet was discussing, like, the fate of her visa in... She was saying, basically, like, now's the time to either, like, go all in or... 
leave, mm. like go all in for citizenship because there's like some step or process she was talking about. And then like she mentioned, she was like, oh, Caroline wants me to move to Dubai. And her husband was like, you never even consider, like would you ever even consider Dubai if she said, if she hadn't said that. Oh my God, that's so pathetic. I know. Juliet's like, well, Juliet's like a <laughs> kind of a loser. <laughs> I know, but she like, Gets herself into places somehow. All the American women have their own shades of like loserdom. Loserdom. And like, do you think that's just because they have American accents? And, like, <laughs> are the other ones losers too? <laughs> uh, Jules is growing on me a little bit. Really? More so than the other two American women. Yeah, I mean, Marissa is just like, uh, Ugh, like a I, fart in the wind. Yeah, and it's like. A lot of it's because she's going through some, like, really serious issues. So it's, like, just bogging her down. Yeah. Uh, We were pointed out by Connor being real over in Ireland that, for some reason, New York Times decided to cover Caroline Fleming. Yeah. And, like, the article literally said nothing. (laughs) Like, it talked about the fact that, like, she is on this show. She comes from this aristocratic family that she doesn't fit in with and she deals with it by cooking and like that was the whole article she has all these cookbooks no they didn't even mention the cookbook in the article oh i didn't read it because i was just so bored by the prospect carol i think caroline is good in like the group settings because she's like so weird that like it adds like something just like nothing like too substantial, but like add something fun. But I'm watching for Sophie and yeah. Adela at this point. Definitely, those are the two stars. Um, it, but Connor <laughs> sent us that article like three times. I know he like he sent it to us. I want to say like first thing in the morning, our time, which who knows when it is what's going on there in <laughs> Ireland. But then he sent it again like the next day in the afternoon. <laughs> we are actually going to have next week. We're going to have a special segment of hopefully. Connor, hopefully of Connor being real. Because, funny enough, I've never met Connor in real life. But <laughs> my friend Julie is going on some trip around the world, and um, her first stop is going to be in Ireland. So I hooked her and Connor up, and they're going to hang out. I don't know what they're going to do, but they're going to try to record something for Connor being real. Yeah, well, hopefully they make some pit stops like they did uh, when the OC ladies went over there. I want to see them go to at least a couple of the pubs, and you were saying the department store. Yeah, that would be fun. They should get kicked out. Yes. And maybe the (laughs) hotel. Maybe she's staying there. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, So I think that's it for Ladies of London. Is it time to now take a deep dive? Yes. Okay, uh, so... With all the charity going on on Atlanta, um, Vanderpump Rules, also the activism of uh, Carol and Dorinda marching this past week, we thought it'd be interesting to look at some of the most memorable charitable moments on the Housewives shows. Because there's so many, because rich people love to do charity. I do want to point out, though, that it doesn't seem like they do much of this on Ladies of London. They hate charity they they are not interested uh but yeah i mean like this is really skimming the surface like we started talking about and thinking about this and there's just a million different charity events so it's more of a shallow drive yeah it's a a a light swim it's a deep dive into the shallow end (laughs) yes uh so 
Dallas. Dallas is the most obvious one that comes to mind because that show was basically built around charity. Yeah, that's all they were talking about. Um, and that's where the title of this podcast comes from. Iconic Leanne Locken line. Mm-hmm. Your charity world is going to go down the toilet. Um, Lindsay Cole Schroeder, one of our listeners in Chicago, said, Well, the entire premise of the Dallas Housewives charity world is amazing, but I think the real highlight was Brandy's poop hat at the Mad Hatter's event. She's an activist in her own right. Yeah, she is changing the charity standards out there. Yeah, everyone remembers that. She sort of looked like a tree, but her theme was like poop. I don't remember, though, any of the actual causes they were trying to raise money for. Right. Does anything, like, ring a bell for you? I feel like um, arthritis was one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Creaky joints? Speaking of creaky joints. Yes. um, This one was the charity that Jill Zarin supported because of Allie. Yes. And P wrote... P. Schlarm. He said, quote, the juvenile restless leg syndrome charity Jill was running when (laughs) Bethany called Kelly Madonna. Unquote. Yes, which was that season ender as well, the whole event. Yes, um, that was the Simon in the red pants and Ramona calling him a, he saying he's just like a tutu, like a tutu foo foo. Yeah, which was which what, I think is a a gay a, slur, early gay slur. <laughs> <laughs> that was also the one where um, the step and repeat became an issue yeah because they all wanted their names on the step and repeat but then lou and ramona said that they'll donate the same amount of money for a spot and then there was like too much skinny girl signage and everyone got mad yeah because it could have been an opportunity for other brands was the skinny girl signage at that point still the ms paint it was like mccord figure yeah like her sitting in the in the um <laughs> like martini glass yeah <laughs> scary uh also in new york we had luann's dress for success charity uh is that the one where she told a girl she was too fat for wanting to be a model <laughs> i think that was just a mentorship oh that was like at the boys and girls club yeah i think there was also an american cancer society moment where uh where oh, Ram- yeah. Ramona told, oh, d- am I jumping ahead a little bit? Yeah, Neely said um, it's when she got upset with Ramona for calling the count old in front of her children. Actually, I think that's Lucy who let us know about that. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, and then, oh, my God, this is all coming back to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, there was, there's been so many in New York. Like, so many. Um, the Marriage Equality March is an iconic one. Mm-hmm. Um, the spin class for prosthetics that Sonia didn't attend because her dog would maybe die someday, Neely says. <laughs> yeah. When Neely tweeted that at us, I nearly died. <laughs> that, that event was not very well attended, if memory serves me right. It wasn't? I mean, like, how many... No, not by, like... The a crowd, but rather the wives. Right. Like only a few of them actually wanted to go and do the spin. Yeah, and then Aviva yelled at them. It's for the kids. Yeah, who are missing legs or yes. limbs. Um, also in New York, Denim and Diamonds, which was like, eh. I know, I don't even remember the cause for it, but that was Heather Thompson's, uh, where like... Wait, she, no, it was Kristen Takeman's, but Heather donated oh, jeans the yummy or tummy. something. Oh, jeans yeah yummy tummy has jeans i 
guess. I guess so. And they like decorated at that. They decorated them at that weird old gay guy's apartment with like sequins and like pearls <laughs> or something. That was the that was Bethany's first um, season back. Oh okay. Uh, and then there was also that dog wedding on New York. What was that benefiting? I, 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 the fat Jewish was hosting it. Yeah, and Carol's dog was getting married to his dog. Yeah, Carol and Megan King Edmonds. Gay brother's dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then also, Lucy reminded us that uh, Alex McCord wore that feed bag dress at a charity <laughs> event. Yeah. So she was like promoting one charity while attending another charity. Yes. Um, oh, also, there was Bethany's um, PETA photo shoot. Does that count as a charity event? Well, so many housewives, I feel like, have done PETA stuff. Bethany's done it on the roof. Uh, Joanna Krupa uh, did it with, uh, like, she she wore some fake bush. Like, fake pubic hair? Fake, yeah, Ben uh, Polak tweeted us that. Was this before or after Brandy Glanville's? I'm not sure of the timing on that, but that would be relevant. A relevant question. It would be weird if it was after. But do you remember when also uh, Kelly Ben Simone worked with PETA and then decided that she wanted to start wearing furs. And she's like, one day I could like be against eating. No, and like she likes eating meat and wearing <laughs> furs, but she loves supporting PETA. It was like she's really highlighting her insanity. Ding dong. <laughs> um, oh my God. You know what one I forgot about? What? The one Jill's anti-bullying event where Ramona insults her niece or her stepdaughter. Oh yeah. And Ramona brings a case of wine and like is the only person drinking at like 11 yes, a.m. Yes. That was like the season where they tried to frame Ramona to be an alcoholic. And then there was also a domestic violence fundraiser where Aviva brought her dad to it. Aviva sent uh, her dad. Oh, Aviva sent her dad. Aviva didn't go. And like Ramona was freaking out because like, she was being confronted by him and it was a domestic violence event. It was like such a weird plot point. Oh my God. There's so many in New York and Sonia raises millions for the LGBT. She does. (laughs) Um, Over in New Jersey, we have the famous Ladybug. Project Ladybug. Project Ladybug by one and only Dina Manzo. Is that still up and running? I think so. I think that's like really her baby. I don't, I think that's like what she... Like, loves to do. She's still doing that in Malibu. I wonder, because now she used to do it at the Brownstone. Uh, she used to host an event in Pump. I know. that. I, want, I would like to see... That would be a perfect opportunity to do a crossover. Exactly. Um, but also New Jersey. Remember how Caroline used to have a fundraiser for the sheriff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Danielle Staub, like, drove to the event with her kids in the backseat and, like, drove by but didn't actually go in and she was like freaking out over the fact she wasn't invited was that like planned and decorated by dina manzo or no or was that something else that no year? it was just like out in the backyard i feel like there's probably like a plot point of like the manzo kids picking up crap in the backyard for the fundraiser oh yeah <laughs> um speaking of uh danielle remember when she hosted that charity for like 
some kid who had a disease and she showed up to the event and with all her entourage and they didn't have enough places for her to sit. Oh, yes. So they made her get, like, they made the brownstone staff, like, get all these tables out and all this stuff. And, like, wasn't her bodyguard, bodyguard Danny, like, fighting with people over that or was he not there fighting with chris manzo we called chris manzo the anti-gay f word <laughs> oh my god the anti-gay f word <laughs> uh over in oc kill all cancer kill all cancer the biggest sham of all of these charity events yes the fake it's what is it fake what is it i don't even know what it was it was like some pyramid scam that vicky set up to like get mortgage business, not more. I uh, get insurance business. Yeah, a bad. Like get insurance business and also try to like rehab her uh, profile after the whole fake cancer. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't Shannon? Wasn't Megan King Edmonds planning a charity to benefit something that Shannon once previously planned that same party and like. That's why Shannon was, like, so upset because Megan King Edmonds had come to her for advice and then, like, them was ignoring her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, like, fighting over... What was that like, charity? Like, charity attendance. Um, and, like, and and Shannon was insulted that, like, she called her private number or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shannon Bedore. Uh, Vanderpump, we can't not mention Stop Yulin Forever. Stop Yulin Forever! And she raises millions for the LGBT also. She was the Grand Marshal in the Pride Parade that happened right after Pulse. She wasn't the Grand Marshal. She rode on a float. I think she was a Grand Marshal one year, though. I don't think she was. Maria Menounos was. If Maria's doing it, Lisa <laughs> certainly can The do funny it. thing about LA Pride is that they always have like someone like Maria Menounos, and then New York Pride has like all these... like activists that are mm. intersectional and <laughs> stuff like that um were there any more in in la i feel like there must be um i feel like they're always at one but it's never like a central plot point yeah i'm the beverly hills chamber of commerce doesn't count yeah <laughs> the white party doesn't count god remember the season that they made beverly hills chamber of commerce like the running plot line <laughs> that was dumb um in atlanta i mean they've done plenty of different charities mm -hmm. uh but one of the most memorable one from like the early seasons was the heel the soul high heel race yeah, yeah, yeah with like all the gay of housewives like mm -hmm. stomping along with that and mm -hmm. that was i think it was nini's to support domestic violence does Candy have a charity? I feel like she would in her like mm. repertoire of in that factory business in her candy factory. <laughs> She's supporting factory workers. That's her charity. Um, Phaedra's always doing something charitable. Oh yeah, certainly. Yeah. Uh, she. I mean, like this episode was the perfect example of it. But she's always been from like the get go. I feel like. Yeah. Um, is there anyone else that rings a bell for you? Oh, we forgot about in. Beverly Hills, oh. Lyme disease. Yolanda. Yolanda. Yolanda, when she was speaking at the event. That was, that aired about this time last year. Yeah. And Gigi's guest was her then boyfriend, Joe Jonas. Yeah. And think about, think about the timing of all that. Where we are now. Because they, when it was airing, she was already with Zayn. Yeah. For like a long time, like starring in his pillow talk. 
True, yeah, because that video came out just like after the new year. I love Joe Jonas. <laughs> I think he's Jonas the best. Choice. I think he's the best Jonas. Yeah, Nick seems to be a little full of himself, and the other one is like out building houses for the Wakilis. Cassie <laughs> Wakili. Uh, all, I guess that that's really it for the charities. I mean, there's we just skimmed the surface. There's so many more. So if there's something else, uh, tweet at us or leave in the comments. Uh, on Facebook, and we'll definitely check that out. Yeah. So, the freak of the week this week is Chael Sonnen from Celebrity Apprentice. We're having two Celebrity Apprentice freaks in a row. Yeah, and I would also I would also like to loop Michael Iceman into this as another freak from Celebrity Apprentice. But after okay. we talk about... So, Chael... He was working on uh, working with Carson, Portia, and Lisa Leslie. I want to say yes. Their job is to create a digital uh, brochure, brochure for, for Harry, Harry Potter. Potter World. Yes, uh, they were running out of time. Yes, all of a sudden, like he's like he, standing behind the computer somehow and gets like electrocuted from cutting the wire to the computer they were working on to buy them more time. As per the rules, as he understands it. Like, how dumb are you? How crazy. Like, so the rules allow for extended time if there's technical difficulties. But not if you make those technical (laughs) difficulties happen purposely. (laughs) Like, just pick up your computer and, like, throw it out the window. (laughs) That makes no sense. Uh, But, I mean, he's been a little, like, like, in the boardroom, he gets, like, so aggressive you can tell he hates women too yeah it's like and i don't know that his energy is just not right so thankfully once arnold got the scoop of the self-sabotage he got the boot Mm -hmm. uh but talk about i guess the (laughs) (laughs) co-freak um so michael eisman is i guess the host of america ninja warrior and -hmm. when they announced that their task was going to be to create a digital brochure for Harry Potter world. He lost his mind, lost his mind. He loves Harry Potter. He was running around like a lunatic. He got a good shady edit of him, like talking about like butterbeer and <laughs> fiddlesticks and all this shit. <laughs> yeah. And like, <laughs> like the golden snitch being the most important oh part of the Quidditch game. Oh my God. And, it was so and like, no one else cared. Yeah. No one else had ever like even seen Harry Potter. He was so unwell, and it. I asked. He got a shitty edit also because, in the previous episode, he was talking about like how he had a little crush on Brooke. Oh yeah. And then he like freaked her out this yeah. week. Um, but she's married to that from to last year's freak. Yeah, so it that matter. one true freak. Um, but I think Michael Eisman might be the winner of Celebrity Apprentice. I could see that. He's good. Him and Carson. Yeah, Carson definitely. So who's our queen, Bean? Uh, so Phaedra, who inspired our theme of this episode, our charitable queen, brought a tear to our eyes this episode. She's really knows how to make us feel emotional and also serve the community. Yes. I would also like to give a co-queenship. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brennan, who's the co-queen? Um, no rules in Trump's America. Um, I would like to thank the Obamas for their years of service. Oh, yeah, that's to nice. this country. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so I think that is it for this week. 
Yes. Uh, so make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Leave a review there. We love to read them. You should also follow us on Twitter and Facebook, where we keep you up to date throughout the week. And let us know what you want to see from our hot topics. We're, we're all ears. Yeah, we love being inspired by you guys. Um, so where can we find you online, Brendan? At not Brendan. Where can we find you? At IDKIDK. <laughs> so like, comment, subscribe. Heart, share, and retweet. Love me, love me. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.